0: Nothing stays the same, nothing. You're always evolving and changing whether you want to or not. So you might as well get better, right? And so once you've conquered the finance basics, you've gotten yourself out of debt, you've figured out how to bring in sufficient income, why stop there? Why stop there? Because you can't just stay the same and you don't wanna go backwards. Welcome to the
1: Quiet Wealth Podcast, where we talk about money mindset, how not to be broke, simple step-by-step strategies to conquer your finances and the entrepreneurial spirit that will get you there. Your host Camilla Jeffs has been a student of money for over 20 years. She started out broke and has built real wealth for her family through steps you can copy. Camilla is on a mission to help thousands of people just like you build true financial
0: stability. Hey friends. So excited you've joined me again on this podcast. I love meeting with you each week and just talking about things that we can do to really improve ourselves. And today is no different. Today is actually one of my favorite topics. And often when I'm a guest on other people's podcasts, they will ask me, well, What's your superpower? And I, I always say, My superpower is living just barely outside my comfort zone. So the episode today is a short one. It's called Finding Comfort Outside Your Comfort Zone. So, and this dates back to something that I learned when I actually was a teenager. Often I'm asked as well, one of the most influential books you've read. And of course, there's ones out there that millions of people have read and everybody knows them and they can rattle them off and they will know them. Every time I tell someone, actually the most influential book I read was when I was a teenager. And I tell them the title of the book, they look at me like, oh, I've never read that one. I've never heard of that book. And that's fine because it wasn't like a New York Times bestseller, but it was super influential in my life, especially at a time as a teenager when I was feeling uncomfortable with myself and just trying to figure out what even to do. So the book is by Charlene Hawkes, and it's called Kissing a Frog. That's the title. And then the subtitle is Four Steps to Finding Comfort Outside Your Comfort Zone. And so, this whole concept of having your comfort zone, right? But how do you get comfortable outside of your comfort zone? Because comfort zones are dynamic, meaning they are ever changing. They're never staying the same. Think about if you've had kids, right? You have a baby and you have this newborn baby, and suddenly your comfort zone has to expand because you don't know what to do with this little thing. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I have to keep this thing alive. And I don't know how to do that. I don't know what to do. How do you feed them? Why are they crying? What's going on? What I don't even know what's happening with my own body, let alone their little bodies. And so, but you have to adapt, right? And then suddenly you become comfortable holding an infant. You're not worried you're going to break it. You know that the infant is just fine if they cry a little bit. And so you become comfortable like that. It's with everything in life. Our comfort zones are dynamic. So there's actually no way to stay in your comfort zone unless you are actively trying not to do anything new. So let's talk about how to really find comfort outside your comfort zone because you've got to stretch yourself to in order to grow. So here's the thing. You only hate things you don't understand, right? Anything we aren't good at will kind of fall into that category of things we don't like to do. For me, it's crafting. I hate crafting. In fact, I have banned glitter in my house. (laughs) Because it's so messy. And I get so anxious about the mess because when you craft, you have to get out the glue, you have to get out all the little beads, and they go everywhere. And it's just a disaster zone, especially if you have a lot of kids who are trying to all craft at the same time. And it's just something that I kind of hated and I didn't like doing it. And so I just set it aside and just said, No, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this at all. But I can craft. I live in Texas, and in Texas, for homecoming dance, they make, it's called mums. And this was something so new to me when I moved to Texas, but it's this gigantic crafted flower with ribbons that you wear around your neck and that like flows all the way down almost to the ground. And it's huge. If you haven't heard of Texas homecoming mums, Google it right now, you're going to be shocked. <laughs> They're so fun though. They are very fun and it's fun for the kids to make them. So I can craft if I want to, but I don't like it, right? And that falls into Something and I feel like it's outside my comfort zone. I could stretch and do it if I wanted, but I don't want to do that. And that's fine, right? But here's the thing. When you venture outside of, your, of our comfort zone, our brain holds up these signs. Because remember, we've talked about the brain a little bit on the podcast, that the brain is wired to keep you safe right? Survival mode. It doesn't want you to do anything that might be dangerous. So the brain can't distinguish between a bear or buying a new business, right? So to the brain, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, I don't know how to buy a new business. Oh, I don't know how to handle a bear. Danger, run away from both. So the brain holds up these signs, danger, danger, construction zone. Don't go after this. Don't do this because it might either kill you or make you look foolish. And we don't want to look foolish. We just want to stay comfortable in where we are. So let me tell you a story. One of the first, I think it was the second time I went on a cruise. I was with just my husband and my brother and his wife, just the four of us kind of going on this cruise together. And they had karaoke night, right? Every cruise has karaoke where you can go and sing. I have been a musician my whole life and I have performed many, many times in different venues in voice and piano. Well, we get on this cruise and my husband's like, oh, go do karaoke, go do it. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll try that. And I was so scared. When my brother got up, did it, just totally nailed it. Everybody cheered like crazy for him because he was awesome. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'll choose this song that I know fairly well. And then uh, I got up there, I got the mic up to my face, and then they started playing like the background. Music. Well, here's the problem. I'm not that great at singing in without the melody being played, right? Like it's hard for me to pick out the melody. And I failed miserably in my first karaoke. It was awful. And I just was so embarrassed. I sat down. I literally stopped in the middle of the song because I was so embarrassed. And my brain was like, danger, danger. This is awful. Don't do this anymore. You just stop. Go sit down. Totally did. I stopped in the middle of the song, went and sat down. And the guy who was playing the song was like, oh, oh, okay, she's done. And then like had to go stop it and then get the next person ready. But that's what happens. Your brain will like hold up these signs. Be like, danger, danger, don't do it because you're going to look foolish. And then if you do look foolish, now your brain confirms that that was a really bad thing to do. So guess how many times I have tried cruise karaoke again? Zero, because I had a failure there. And now my brain still freaks me out if I do it. Now I do have a cruise coming up in December, a big, huge family cruise. We're taking all of our extended family. Maybe I'll try it. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> so let's talk about when. when is the right time to leave the comfort zone. I've talked about a couple examples of when I left it, but also when I decided it's not worth it, like crafting. So when's the right time? Well, first thing you have to do is really gather info and research what you want to learn. So for me right now, one of the things I'm trying to expand into is buying a business. I'd like to buy a business and come in as the investor owner. And with this business, I want to be able to enhance it and grow it and make it even better, right? And so I have bought a lot of real estate, invested in a lot of real estate, and my next step is to invest in a business. So I'm looking at one, and I'm looking at several and I'm trying to figure out how do I get out of this comfort zone? Because it's making me very scared. My brain is like saying, nope, nope, just email back the broker, or the business broker and say, nope, I'm not, not interested, not interested. But really, I have to force myself to gather info and research. So I have to do a lot, a lot of research. And for me specifically, I need a ton of research before I take a step. Other people are good with, ta- with getting, having a little bit of research, but that's not who I am. I'm someone who needs a lot of research. So gathering lots of info and researching a lot helps your brain to calm down, helps your brain to, fig- to feel like, okay, maybe this is going to be okay to take the next step. Step. And then number two, right? When you're thinking about the right time to leave your comfort zone, really, what's your gut feeling on it? I mean, our guts are right a lot of the time. So really listen to your gut. Is your gut telling you that this is going to be a good idea? Or is your gut telling you that nah, maybe not? Maybe I should pass on this opportunity and do another one. And finally, think about will this make me better? Now, in the instance of purchasing a business, will this make me better? right? It's a direction I want to go. It's a, it's, I've already started my own businesses and now I want to buy an existing one to add that into my repertoire of and be able to expand my knowledge, expand my impact by creating impact for more people and employing more people and being the person that that, that provides jobs for other people. So is that going to make me better? 100%, it's going to make me better. And I think that's what really gives me the confidence to continually get out of my comfort zone. Because I know if I think about myself in 10 years, think about the 10-year test. So today I am 43 years old. If I think about 53-year-old Camilla and If she were to look back at 43-year-old Camilla, would she say, absolutely, go buy this business? Or would she say, nah, that's not really a great idea for you? You know, I think 53-year-old Camilla would be like, heck yeah, go for it. Go for it right now. Do it and get this business under your belt so you can continue to acquire more businesses and invest in more businesses and start to create more and more impact. So I know sometimes you want to say to yourself, why can't I just stay the same? I'm comfortable. I'm good with where I am. I have enough. I have what I need. And I get that's great. You should be comfortable in where you are because you have, that's more of an abundance mindset. But here's the thing. Nothing stays the same. Nothing. You're always evolving and changing whether you want to or not. So you might as well get better. Right, and so once you've conquered the finance basics, you've gotten yourself out of debt, you've figured out how to bring in sufficient income. Why stop there? Why stop there? Because you can't just stay the same, and you don't want to go backwards. Of course, let's not go backwards, and let's continue to grow your wealth, to create the impact that you want to create, and then pass on really strong financial education to the next generation. That's the whole goal. After you've conquered those finance. Basics. So if you think about comfort zones, one of the things you have to have is courage. So it's either courage or, you know, if you don't have courage that will take you out or keep you in. But here's the secret you don't need a lot of courage. You just need a little bit. You just need a little bit of courage you use that little bit of courage and you go outside of your comfort zone just a little bit. I'm not asking you, it's not the same as being a daredevil, right? I'm not asking you to go out and do something crazy new. If you have not built your own business, I'm not asking you to go out and buy somebody else's business, right? You should probably build your own business first so you can get the basics down of how businesses work, how financing works in businesses before you go out and buy one. What I'm asking you to do is to take that next step. And maybe that next step is listening to more podcasts. Maybe that next step is reading a book. Maybe that next step is networking with someone. Maybe that next step is reaching out to me and talking to me about how I'm going about buying businesses or how I'm going about building businesses. Maybe the next step is buying that course that's going to teach you how to grow a business. Things like that, right? You don't need a lot. Don't be a daredevil. Daredevils are scary. Just be a little bit courageous every single day. So, how do you be courageous? I want to tell you about an interesting experience I had. In 2002, the Olympics were in Utah, and I lived in Utah at that time, and they were in Salt Lake City. And I was so excited because I got to be a volunteer for the Olympics. And my job was to drive to be a driver from the Olympic Village to the venues. And I drove most of the bobsled teams. And the bobsled teams were really fun. And it was fun to drive them and to listen to them talking to in their own languages and to be there and do that. Well, it's really interesting in the Olympics because one of the things that the Olympics wants to encourage people to do is get to know each other. The whole purpose of bringing the world together in one place is for communication, is for connection, is to build better relationships among the world. And the Olympics is the perfect venue to do that because you're wandering around and you're mingling with all these different people. But if you're an introvert like me, sometimes it's really hard to approach somebody else, right? It's really difficult to go up and just, you know, try and insert yourself into a conversation they're having or just say, "Hey, you know, hi, how are you? What's your name?" So guess what the Olympics committee did? The Olympic committee gave out pins. And so each there were so many different pins and each delegation comes with their own pins and it's pin trading is what they do. So the coolest thing that would happen is if I had a pin in my hand, I could go up and I felt like I could talk to anybody. Because I'm holding this pin and I have a reason to talk to them. And I could go up and be like, hey, you know, hi, I'm Camilla and I'm from the U.S. And here's my pin about this. I don't know what I was giving out. I can't remember. But I do remember the bobsled teams giving me their pins and getting their pins from them. But if I didn't have that tool, the tool of the pin, then I wouldn't have been talking to other people right? So think about this. Let's put this into a different context because you don't always have a pin when you go. Sometimes when you go to networking events, you'll have business cards, but that may or may not help you talk to somebody. So a couple of tools that you can use. So one is to take a friend, take a friend with you when you go to networking events or when you are evaluating a business. Maybe you have a friend that can help you look at it. And then another tool is to just do it sooner than later don't let the anxiety of the situation build up in your brain. Because if you wait and wait and wait and wait, suddenly the anxiety of going up and talking to someone becomes enormous, enormous. And so that's a challenge, right? So now I want to ask you a question. With regards to comfort zones, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail, if you knew you couldn't absolutely not fail, would you go after that investment? Would you build that business? Would you pass on information to your children about how to be financially secure? If you knew you couldn't fail, I bet you'd do it, right? For me, rock climbing is a great analogy because when I go rock climbing, I feel 100% comfortable with The ropes on. So I put on my gear, I get my ropes and I get roped up to the rocks. And then I start climbing and I attempt things that I would never attempt if I did not have ropes on because I know I can't fail. I know I'm probably not going to get hurt. Of course, there's stories out there of people getting hurt. I've never gotten hurt rock climbing, even if I've slipped and fallen, but the slipping and the falling rarely happens. It rarely happens for me because I have so much confidence in those ropes that are that are attached to me that I feel like I can climb anything. I can do anything. I can jump over here, grab this little outcropping of rock because I have the confidence that if I didn't, if I missed, I wouldn't fail in the terms of falling and getting hurt. So that's really important. And it's something that you can ask yourself over and over again. Okay, if I have this situation, what if I can't? What would I do if I could not fail? You would totally move forward confidently. Now remember, you are responsible for your life. You can make excuses but that's not going to make you successful. And so why do I keep leaving my comfort zone? Well, to be honest, because I'm actually scared not to. I might miss out on some amazing adventure. I might miss out on the opportunity to grow and develop and to become a better person, a better human, a better mother, a better friend if I don't leave my comfort zone. This podcast is a case in point for me. It was Very difficult for me to leave my comfort zone and make these podcast episodes for you. But if I didn't, if I didn't leave my comfort zone, then I don't get to create the impact and I don't get to help you today. And the reason that I'm so excited to do this podcast is because I get the opportunity to help you and to help you take one step forward, to help you get a little bit out of your comfort zone, to help you build the wealth you want to create, to help you build the life you want to create. Because I have have some experience in this that can help you. And it would be selfish of me to keep it to myself. And so that's one of the reasons I keep leaving my comfort zone and keep pushing and growing and developing because I wanna make sure that you get what you need. So thanks again for joining me on the podcast. So excited that you're here. And please share the episode. We want to share the wealth as much as possible. And don't forget to subscribe. Leave me a review, an honest review. I would appreciate your feedback. If you have questions about what you know, things you would like me to cover on the podcast, I'd be so thrilled to cover them and to bring you just tons and tons of value. And I hope you're having a fantastic day.
1: I'll see you next Thanks so much for joining us on the Quiet Wealth Podcast. If you want more, head on over to camillajeffs.com slash podcast to get the show notes and dive into other juicy episodes. While you're there, be sure to grab the free guide to building wealth. And if you know a friend who is struggling with money, please send this episode to them. Let's share the wealth in as many ways as we can. Until next time, wishing you much success.